0: Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies, a weekly podcast following four friends as they battle across a homebrewed world called Antiriath in Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Step into our mystical world, called Antiriath, and follow our party of three dummies as they adventure across the lands. Talit Grug, half-orc, half-mystery, the fighter, played by Taylor. Knock Greenleaf, the halfling rogue, with a penchant for taking things that don't belong to him, played by Josh, and the ever-mysterious Eclarian Shadow, half-elf-ranger from the Eclarian Mountains, played by Seth. And last but not least, the creator of our beautiful world, the man of many voices, and our dungeon master, Sam. Hello, Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies listeners, and welcome back to the show. Please take a moment, if you're enjoying the show, give us a rating and a review on your podcast app, and tell a friend while you're at it. Also, check us out on Instagram, at dndndummies, or if you're much younger and much cooler than us, you can check us out on TikTok as well. Um, I believe it's the same handle. So on last week's episode, you find our party in the Grotto. They snuck down a secret staircase and murdered a drunken dwarf with some sort of magical gun axe. That's quite the mouthful. They decide to head back to Billiatalk to report to Baron DeBilia. And as they stop in Heathertone to rest, they find the city on fire. Talek and Shadow rush in to the inn to find Aubrey trapped under a burning staircase. They pull her to safety, pull her outside. As they're investigating the town, the druid appears. He's got some sort of orb in his hand that blasts our mounts, Jeffrey and Revenge, with some sort of arcane energy. We're not quite sure what happened. As we stand in front of the druid, he begins to tell us what is going on. And that is where we will pick up this episode.
1: The druid looks back at you guys and he says, the time for the sapient races to return to the wilderness has come. I will help the beasts of the land return the hut dwellers to the wilds or to the dirt. You can join me, or you can join them. And he nods to the corpses littering the ground. He says, if you want to join me, find me at the old moon's tower. With that, he tucks the orb away. And he looks down at this... deer that's standing in the front and he seems to look at him for a long time and the deer like nods up to him and then the druid turns into an eagle and begins to fly away
2: there's the wizard we
1: dated with the eagle fuck what's the deer do the deer looks back at you guys and he hoofs the ground a
3: couple times what's
0: the deer doing just... though <laughs> <laughs> what, that's what I was just thinking. What, do do? what, what, what the, the deer, deer doing? doing? What the deer doing, dog?
1: He he waits for just a moment, and he's peering at you, and you guys see a um uh, crocodile start to walk up from around oh. behind the oh. building on either side, and a couple more start slithering in. From uh, oh, a little bit farther out. And another deer hops up on the the rocks over next, you know, probably 60 feet out from you. And they're all just like, slowly walking towards you, waiting to see what you're going to do.
3: Hey Dare, you know a squirrel that was in a cage?
1: <laughs> it just
3: snorts at you. Okay, so we're being approached by three ominous deer and two crocodiles. Uh,
1: yes, but wrong numbers. Two ominous deer and
0: four crocodiles. Okay, so we've got Aubrey. Me and Shadow have Aubrey, like, under our arms. I'm just going to, like, slowly back away from everything, away from the burning town.
3: Oh, man. There's bats still. Fuck these bats, boy.
1: Yeah, the bats are flitting around, and they even kind of start swir- swirling overhead, almost like a, uh, well,
0: almost like ravens. We, we've got Aubrey. I, I'm backing away slowly, is what yeah, I'm doing. same.
3: And I probably need to get out of the store and get a fucking muzzle for Jeffrey. This is going to be a problem. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so your animals were just kind of, like, dropped out over here. Um, Revenge and- is spraying mud
0: out of her cooter.
3: Oh my god Get that shit checked out boy
1: So the wagon we'll say Is just stopped like right over here And is not surrounded in rocks
3: So am I able to perceive at all Whether these animals are sentient In this moment
0: They uh, In make this you,
3: moment make
1: I me am a, check.
3: <laughs> a what A nature check Nature of course that's what I would love to do in nature check.
2: Euphoric!
1: God
3: damn. <laughs> I'm a neckbeard. Roll to six with my fucking plus one in nature and my hunter ranger. You're not
1: sure... Yeah, well, how are you not proficient in nature? Anyways, Uh, you're not I sure if they're sentient or not, but they definitely don't seem very friendly. Okay.
3: Am I able to call Starfire to me? <laughs> Starlight, maybe. Oh, Starlight. <laughs> I like Starfire though. All
1: right.
3: Okay, so you
1: whistle to Starlight, and Star Starfire tries to. Oh.
3: What? He doesn't want you to change the name. <laughs> Star starts running towards you. Y'all Starlight. Shit
1: out later. Uh, Starlight starts running towards you. Um and the the deer like starts to huff and scrape its jaws and takes a few steps towards
0: you and starts snorting at you can i roll an intimidation check at the deer and try and get on revenge you want to try to like, slide over to revenge i want to i'm moving towards revenge and i'm trying to intimidate this deer i'm
3: trying to get on <laughs> yeah. my horse
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So Star- Starlight makes it to you and you get on your horse. That's um, oh, right. right. So you, you hop I've up was. on Starlight. Uh, you go to make an intimidation check on this deer, Taylor. As you're moved towards it, you're kind of staring it down and you kind of like do one of those like buff man moves where you yeah. jerk your chest towards him. Exactly. And he takes a step back. And he snorts, and then he lowers his antlers and blasts a sonic wave out of his antlers at you. And I need you guys to roll initiative.
3: God damn, we were so close to me keeping this from being a fight.
0: I still think we can get the hell out of here.
3: I was was gonna turn these animals to our side. You were? Yep. Okay. And Dr. Doolittle ass. Still Tom. Fuck no, they just blasted you. 18. Still don't have Mounted Combat figured out. We did it pretty close. 14. 8. Where did you take Ob... Aubrey when you ran to revenge
0: I'm carrying her oh fuck she dead. no she's like right behind me this is what I was thinking
1: all right um, and I rolled the the horse's stuff so revenge actually has his turn first um, and so we're gonna see he's gonna come to me yeah we're, we're gonna see what he does Considering
0: he's um, going through a come, lot of come, issues right now, <laughs> you're my butterfly. Okay. Revenge, he, baby. He's just going
1: to stomp <laughs> around a little bit, and he's just experiencing this nightmare. Um, he he doesn't run off, and he doesn't come to you. He's just okay. stomping around, shaking, having a hell of a time.
0: And he's it in is return. Sp- he's in his k hole, man. I'm I'm going to get on him, all right. And I'm going to throw Aubrey on the back. Okay, so I will say
1: um, it just uses half your movement as it's supposed to for you to get on him pull an Aubrey on you were close enough I think it's just movement to move with someone that you have grappled so I think you can do all that just by using movement so you still have your
0: action okay I'll throw a hand axe at the deer <laughs> my god okay shit just uh, got real
3: throw a hand axe at the deer 21 to
0: hit all
1: right, that'll hit. Let's hit this deer in the forehead.
0: Ten damage.
1: Okay, ten damage. Woo! So yeah, you catch this guy in the head and uh, kind of knocks him
0: silly, but it it's not enough to take him down. I'm gonna use the rest of my movement to to keep moving away from town. <laughs> okay, so you hop on and you yeah like, you take off you that way the cart towards the cart. Yeah, yeah.
1: Alright. Alright. Alright, and then Shadow, you are on your horse,
3: and it's your turn. Alright, well this deer has been marked by the Hunter's mark. Okay. This is unfortunate. Okay. Hunter's Mark. Shadow, with sadness in his eyes, raises the drekben bow. Okay. And rolls a modified 25
1: to hit. That'll hit, and since this is a beast, I need you to roll again with its special ability. It has a special ability where if you get a hit on a beast, then you get to roll again. And if that would also be a hit, then you count your hit as a critical.
3: Oh my god. Well, oh, that's a 21.
1: Okay, so count it as a
0: critical. Oh my god. Okay. Finish him.
3: Okay, so there's eight plus a d8 plus a d6. Is gonna. Wait, do I double those also? He's dead, Jim. Yeah, he, he's dead. You, that's you 19. But yes, oh, okay. you would have doubled those. Okay. So then I turn my attention to this crocodile that's. I'm missing the fourth crocodile. Um, There's one kind of
1: back behind the house. There's one over here. There's one here. There's one here. And there's one here. So there's two coming around the house. Y'all have your back to the house. And they're like 30 yards away. And then there's two more out in the field in front of you. Like maybe 50 plus feet away. Turn my attention to this one over here. 80 feet away. Okay. One behind to Your left, which is kind of y'all's escape route that you're maxing. That's a
3: 26 rolling again and a 24, so rolling that as a crit. Roll roll like a crit. Yeah. So 19 total damage. Yeah, also
1: it's still the same turn, so you used your bonus action at the beginning to cast Hunter's Mark, so I don't think you can recast.
3: Okay. So whatever it was. I don't know.
1: Just the crit damage, so 9 damage. So he is still up.
3: Okay, and then I'm going to move. Okay, so that I can be in a position to body block for body knock to get to Jeffrey. (laughs) (laughs) Body block for body knock. I love it. Okay. Thunderclap, deer
1: Fuck that. And he is dead. Ah. So it is this
3: other creature's turn. (laughs) Hmm. fucking fighting a bunch of Pokemon.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: So he is going to move 20 feet closer and then the question is, is it going to be close enough?
3: This campaign is kind of like fucking hardcore Pokemon, actually, now that I think about
1: it. (laughs) So he's going to move another 20 feet up to you, but he's slow, so he's just... And yeah, he's got a bright yellow ooze seeping out of the alligator's mouth and nostrils and it's just like as he walks he's leaving a slick of it behind him it slides all over his body as he slithers
3: towards you like a snail trail oh yeah Can by we? not it's your turn uh, I'm, I'm gonna take off sprinting and leap mount
1: jeffrey take off sprinting and leap mount jeffrey alright make me an acrobatics check as you leap mount him Six. <laughs> so you go oh. to Leap out him, and you just kind of crawl. You you go all the way over him, like Dukes of Hazard style, and then have to, to crawl back onto him. So you, you get up on your Jeff.
3: And I'm going to slap the boy. hood and, and follow the boys. All right.
1: And then, um, so yeah, you use your movement, but you're on him and can use his movement now.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm going to continue following behind Taylor. All right. So you kind of
0: whatever his stupid character name is. How dare you. (laughs) Like,
3: don't forget the cart. Wait, I thought we were (laughs) going towards the cart. Yeah, I just want to make sure we're not abandoning the cart. (laughs) Yeah, we're
0: running to the cart. Okay.
1: It is, so that's the end of Body Knock's turn and it is this fire bat behind you's turn. And it just kind of swoops down at you, Shadow, but it doesn't even get within 10 feet of you. It just kind of swoops around you, uh, just flapping its fiery weirdness. And then it's this other crocodile's turn, or alligator's turn, he's gonna run 40 feet, I don't know if I got crocodile or alligator right. Which one's in the ocean? Croc is saltwater. Yeah. The bat is going to flap over towards you guys. And then this alligator is going to make it to here. And then he is going to get up on just a little bit of a slope here. And then oh, no. slide. Oh my god. On, like, spray oh. out a huge spray of this stuff and slide into you guys. And I need you both to make me a dexterity saving throw as he rams you and coats the ground around you with sludge. My god.
0: What an asshole. Ooh, I gotta go on 22. Saves. Dexterity. <laughs> Six.
1: Okay, So, Talik, you will take half damage. You'll take half of seven. Okay. Uh, And then, Body Knock, you'll take all seven damage and get knocked prone as you... Well, I guess it won't even be you. It'll be Mr. Jeffers. Mr. Jeffers will get knocked prone as this thing knocks the feet out from under him. Yeah, and then it is the bat that was up above him's turn. And he is gonna swoop in and alight this oily slick that's left behind. And it's going to explode and burst into fire. I need you all to make another dexterity saving throw, and I'm pretty sure if you're prone, you have to make that a disadvantage. 15. Oh my god. Creature has disadvantage on attack rolls.
3: Yeah, I rolled a 14 <laughs> on both dice anyways. So 17. Nice. Hell yeah.
1: Okay, okay. So y'all both succeed, so you'll take half of the fire damage as you kind of jerk out of the way, uh, which would be 9 damage, so you'll take Four. okay and then it is this deer's turn Thunderstruck. So he's gonna run up 40 yeah, feet
0: yeah, yeah. Thunder. Oh, no. uh,
1: 50, uh, 50 feet uh, so he gets all the way to here and then he is going to aim his antlers at you and release this cone of supersonic sound that wraps around you it's a 30 foot cone so let's see he hits the other guys. Nope, it just hits Shadow with this supersonic cone. I need you to make me a constitution saving throw, Seth.
0: These guys are just sick. Six.
1: Oh. Okay, so you failed constitution saving throw. And essentially, you're you know that those like sound. Blaster things that they use for riot suppression—it's like that. It just like cripples your entire body, and you can make me um, one for Starlight because you can, your speed becomes zero, and you have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws and ability checks.
3: Uh, ten
1: okay so he also fails uh so yeah he he can't move he's just locked up for how long uh as long as you're in this wave and he seems to just be holding the wave at you uh there's another bat over here that kind of flits over the top of this thing and dips down towards you guys and then it is Talik's turn
0: I am going to try and take Aubrey and get her inside the cart okay well how do you want me to do that I'm like five feet from the cart
1: yeah I'll say let's see free object interaction to open it and then you gotta toss her into it that's the part that I'm not sure what that would take because it's kind of it's generally free to release a grappled person but I don't know what it would be to toss them up in there but she's semi-conscious so we'll say you just kind of set her up there and she'll do the rest so yeah you just drop her off so we'll, we'll say it's free you just okay step over here and, and drop her off
0: so I want to do that and then I want to how far am I from this croc now Uh,
1: you're you're. We'll just say you're within five feet. You just stepped over and tossed her in and didn't leave his range.
0: Okay. I'm gonna take a swing with the great sword at this croc. All right, swinging down from above. Yep. 14 to hit. Do do do. His AC is a 12, so you hit him. Okay. Oh, baby. Good damage. 15 damage to him. Woo! Okay, so you slash down and take out this croc. Okay. What else is close to me?
1: Nothing. There's a couple
0: bats up flittering around you. How far am I from this deer that's got shadow? You're...
1: You're about... 50 feet if you avoided the cone it'd probably be a full 60 feet yeah to go, to run around the cone
0: let me look at something real quick I'm thinking about using my charger ability well you're on Which your horse that. so oh I had assumed I jumped off the horse when I put Aubrey in oh I well I was thinking it's, it's a high up cart
1: I was thinking it'd be easier to just toss her in Oh, okay. The off the back.
0: back of the horse. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's like you know, it's pretty much waist level with you when you're on a horse. All right. So what I'd like to do is use a. I'd like to use about thirty feet of the horse's movement, which would put me somewhere in the back of the cart. Okay. A little further. About there. Let's well, like, yeah. We can call it thirty right there. I'd like to hop off the horse and use my charger ability and charge at the deer that's got. Shadow sonically stunned. And then I want to use my action surge to take an additional action. Right, right, right. Yeah.
1: You gotta. I, I'm, I'm tracking what you're doing. You're going to use your action surge to use the dash action, which lets you use your bonus action to attack him.
0: And I'm going to also use my charger feet. Yeah. Which gives me an additional plus five on the damage roll. All right. If I hit. So I'm going to rush up to him here, try and hit him with the gray sword. All right. So you've run around this alligator so got an 18, 18. A All right. Yeah. I'm going to roll the damage and then I'm going to add a plus five. Okay. Give me something good. Okay. So I got a 14 plus five, 19 damage to the deer. Okay. So that takes the deer out. when Let's the cone Disappears. God. Good job, Talik. Alright, so then I will uh, end my turn. I'll be like, Shadow! Make a break for it! And you feel this wave of relief as the
1: horrifying lockdown comes off of you in Starlight, and it is your
3: turn. Talik, watch out for that sludge gator. <laughs> sludge gator. Is... Double team a bonus action or an action?
1: We decided it would take Starlight's action to activate
3: it. Is Starlight trained enough to act independently as a mount- in mounted combat? Uh, yeah, it just does
1: whatever you want him to do. So, so basically, you know how you can move 120 feet per turn by doing yeah. 60 plus dashing. I'm just adding another option for the actions that he can take.
3: Well, no, that's completely in the Mounted Combat rulebook. Right, and so I'm
1: adding Double Team as another option in addition to the dash, disengage, etc. actions that
3: he can always take. All right, so Starlight, sensing what all's going on, is going to activate Double Team. So lightning and electricity crackle around us as we go into a, a blur to our enemies' visions. Love it. Alright. And the Drekben bow is drawn and pointed at the Sludge Gator that's right next to Talek. Alright. right. Oh
1: 10. 10 will not hit. It bounces off his spiny back.
3: Okay, second shot. That's a modified 25, so we're rolling a second hit. die. modified 26. Oh, alright. Roll crit damage. I've cast Hunter's Mark on him. Moved Hunter's Mark to him, okay. Yeah. All right, so we got. So there's gonna be 14 plus the six, the two D6s. Oh, yeah. So that'll be 19 damage to the Sludge Okay, so
1: he's. He almost goes down in one shot. You sink it deep into his mouth and he
2: just. <laughs>
1: And he looks up at you spewing toxic, caustic yellow ooze everywhere.
3: Oh shit, he's not dead. Jeez. Not
0: quite. Don't worry, get back to the car and I'll finish him.
3: Shadow's not strong enough to scoop up Talik, is he?
0: No, I don't think so. I don't think he has. I've always looked so it up heavy. before. He's way yeah, too With all my gear, I'm like 350 pounds. <laughs>
3: right. Yeah. Okay. So Shadow is going to ride forward. What's my movement on my horse? It's
1: a lot. I think yours is 70. Starlight's extra fast.
3: So he's going to ride up 40 feet. He's going to slap these draft horses on the ass, so they'll get Aubrey out of here.
1: Okay. So they take off running down the road.
3: He's going to come back and, and post up right here in preparation to help Talek. Gotcha. Okay.
1: Whew. All right, it's a dead deer. And then it is the Gator next to you, Talek, so he is going to try to take a bite out of you.
3: What's going on with poor Body knock? Jeez. He's been on
1: the ground for a while, but it's his turn next.
0: God. There's so much
1: going on. Uh, that's an 11 to
0: hit, so he misses you. I'm going to use my repost and use the Superiority Die to attack. All right, let's see it. And I'm just going to swing at the, with the Gray Sword at him. I think he's close to death, so I'm just going to try and finish him off here. 25 to hit. Oh, yeah. 11 plus 30, 14 damage. Oh, yeah. So he sends around to take a bite out of you, and you just effortlessly
1: dodge out of the way and come down with the great sword straight into the top of his head. Oh, yeah. Take him down. And, Body Knock, you and uh, Jeffrey are on the ground. <laughs> what are you doing?
2: Uh, we get back up.
1: Okay. You use half your movement, stand back up. And
3: follow behind the car.
1: Okay, take off, follow in the car. <laughs> okay. And then it is a fire bat's turn. So it is going to swoop in to this dead alligator and try to light the uh, fire around it. My god! But but he's not able to light it, and he flies back off. Horrible creature! But then this other alligator is going to move over here, and then he's going to do the slide thing and try to slide through you.
3: Oh god! this like
1: slides into you. I need you to make another dexterity saving throw. Alright, 20. 20? Okay, so you succeed. You'll take half of three, so you'll take one damage, and you do not fall down but it's this other bat's turn and he swoops in and he lights the trail of ooze that that alligator had just sent. And I need you to make another dexterity save for the fiery explosion that occurs. That one, four. Okay, so you're going to take all of the five damage as this catches on fire. Okay. All right. And then it is dead alligator Bat over by dead alligator he's just going to fly after the the cart a little bit dead deer other bat flies after the cart all right so he he's gonna slide attack you again the same uh same rigmarole eight on the deck side Ooh, so he is going to Slip underneath you and knock you prone as you take a full six damage flippery
0: little fuckers Okay Then it's your turn so you can immediately stand back up Okay, so I'm gonna stand back up I have two around me indeed all right, can I roll and see if they have any immunities or any weaknesses? You, yeah, go
1: ahead and make me a nature check.
0: Okay. 1. Okay. Uh,
1: oh based off of the smell, they're uh they smell like a mix of sulfur and gasoline. So that you just know that it's they're toxic as hell.
0: You don't like being by them. I mean, the bats light their slime on fire. So are they weak to fire? I guess I don't know.
1: Yeah, you're you're not sure with that roll. I mean, you can take your best educated guess, but mechanically, you're not certain.
0: Okay. What am I gonna do? Hmm. I'm going to try my luck and try and get away. Okay. You
1: can always use the disengage action, and then they can't even
0: take opportunity attacks. Yeah. I'm going to try the disengage action. Okay. And I'm going to run back to revenge.
1: Okay. So you disengage. You run back to revenge.
0: And hop on her.
1: Put you right there. Make you on revenge. Okay. Okay.
0: And then I'm gonna keep moving towards my bros here and be like, let's just get the fuck out of here. Okay, so y'all take off running and the alligators
1: kind of slump after you. What are you doing, Seth? Oh, I'm taking shots.
3: All right, all right. Who are you taking shots at? So they retreat. So which one did, did he hit? Because the one I was shooting at. I is think dead. he killed it.
0: I think he killed, he killed it. killed These two
3: okay. I know. So I'm switching Hunter's Mark to this one. Okay. And, uh. Going to hit. Whoa! That's a miss. Okay. Roll the second Good. shot. 15. That's a hit. Roll
1: for. Beast. 18. Alright, Beast Bane activates.
3: There's gonna be 16 there. Oof. Plus. Good roll. oh yeah. Plus another 12! So 28 damage to that one.
1: So that one goes straight into him, and it just instantly dies and
3: slumps to the ground. Okay, and so then I'm going to turn and follow the homies. Okay, so you
1: guys start sprinting off, and uh, those guys are very slow, so if you want to outrun them... The bats don't even really follow you, they're just kind of like flitting around the alligators... And uh you run off a little ways and you look back on the town
0: and it's just burning. We got Aubrey in the cart, and we're just chasing behind the cart. okay. Can we can we steer it back towards Billy? talk?
1: Yep, absolutely. So y'all are out of combat and uh, can do whatever
0: you would like. Yeah, let's let's head back towards Billy Talk and back to Baron de Bilyos. Okay. So y'all take off running. Do you want to just that shit got real.
1: go through the night sort of thing? Just
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, like, we're not we're,
1: we're like totally okay. free. we gotta get back to the Baron's house. So y'all will get back it's it's like two days worth of travel, so if y'all go all through the night and go straight through to the next day, y'all will arrive the next evening in Billy Talk with one level of exhaustion
3: so let's say we should arrive in Billy talk and go to the guild hall safest place drop off Aubrey for treatment and get the you know put our stuff up yeah yeah that's
0: good good call
1: good call okay so y'all head back to Billy talk to the confluence guild hall
0: and we're just kind of like shaking and like what the fuck shit got fucking sketchy got yeah, sketchy as hell
1: <laughs> y'all had rushed back to biliotak instead of doing the normal two-day journey and taking a, a night in there y'all just rode through the night and rode all through the next day, and got back to Billy to Talk around 9 p.m. the night after the raising of Heathertone. And so I told you guys since y'all skipped a night of rest that you'd have a level of exhaustion. But I realized y'all had the cart. It's okay. And so I don't see any reason that y'all couldn't take turns resting in the cart and having someone else haul your horse.
0: Ah, yeah, yeah. So
1: we'll say that the horses all have a level of exhaustion. Obviously, Jeffrey could sit in the wagon.
2: Jeffrey don't get tired,
1: boss. So he wouldn't be tired. Um, so the horse's first level of exhaustion is you lose half your speed. So we'll say that the horses are slowed at
3: this point. For how long? Until they rest. Oh, well... It's we well, back at the mean, guild it's, hall. So. It's 8 right. p.m. at the guild hall. I think we're Right. And y'all are probably going to
1: put them up, but y'all might... I don't know what y'all are going to do, so I just wanted to... So that's that's where we're at mechanically.
0: That was epic. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go ahead and give myself a longer rest because we don't know what we're getting to in Billy Talk, so I'm just going to go ahead and do it on the phone. Yes. Uh, yeah, go ahead and give yourselves a long one. That's she said. So, the druid was holding a spear that gave our animals powers and basically gave us an ultimatum and the druid's not such a nice guy anymore, we think? Or we don't know? I mean, what... I mean, he, he said that humanity
3: would be annihilated. And the world would be set back to right. Okay. So whether he's acting under his own free will or he's under the psychic control of that fucked up squirrel we found in the cage, we're unsure. <laughs> yeah, that's a good yeah, point. All leads back to that squirrel. I think that is the the god of it all. Yep, pretty sure that that squirrel was the key, and we and we let him out. I
1: threw a picture of the of the orb that he was wielding in the Discord. Okay. And uh, that's what he used. He shot beams of light, came shooting out of that, and uh, it shot, like, three beams out at first, but the one that was headed towards Starlight just fizzled out on its way to him, and then the other two beams hit Revenge and Jeffrey. And, yeah, like mm-hmm. Seth said, they were went through a, a very rapid transformation and um, mechanically they're gonna have some alterations to them Uh, as you've been riding revenge and checking him out on the way back you've noticed that this thick mud that's kind of coating his body is hardened a little bit and it's just so thick that it's almost creating a natural protection for him and essentially mechanically is what that's going to do is it's going to raise his AC up to 14 total AC
2: nice
1: Um, and then Jeffrey spits hot yeah his his slobberiness he's just every time it drips on the ground it just kind of sizzles and so all of his bite attacks are going to do an extra 1d6 acid damage
2: petition to uh,
3: formally change Jeffrey's name to Dylon
0: wow (laughs) wow He could be that. Could be his nickname.
3: <laughs> Five lung. best
0: rappers alive. Hot fire. Die lung. Die lung.
1: Wait, is that a Street Fighter reference? Chappelle, Chappelle. joke.
2: Man, that one fell flat.
1: At it. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> no, I that was good. Charlie talking about?
3: They don't. They don't all hit within the, this group, but you know, there's somebody out there.
1: There's someone out there that's gonna just just love it.
3: Hey, the votes the votes spoke.
1: The that's votes right. the votes did spoke. Fan favorite.
2: It'd be like that.
1: And then they're also they each are got a uh, passive ability, Ooh. and I'll drop all that into the or those are their passive abilities. They each also have a active ability. That y'all can experiment Can Jeffrey's with.
3: bullshit hurt any of us or myself?
1: I mean, as long as you don't stick your hand in his mouth, no.
3: Well, I mean,
2: it's a dog, dude.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of sizzles if it if it gets on you. It's not pleasant.
2: Right. Everybody your hands
1: out of his sizzly mouth. Don't
2: play fetch with Jeffrey anymore.
1: Yeah, you just gotta wear a glove. You know, and replace the glove every once in a while as it gets eaten away by acid.
3: That's cool, though. I always love Jeffrey, even if he has ass and slobber.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
2: At least he's not caked
3: in shit like somebody else.
0: <laughs> Revenge has a new ability called Earthlide, where I'm a vet. I have the ability to pass through solid earth oh. once per day, up to 60 Some
2: feet. S- Sasquatch shit. Yeah.
0: And Jeffrey's ability is called Gas Cover. He can create a cloud of thick sulfur-smelling smoke in a five-foot radius. It obscures vision and gives plus five AC. That's
2: awesome. Jeffrey's like a dog I used to have.
1: Fart (laughs) on you. Acid slobber and stink farts.
2: Mm.
1: The best Mastiff. Okay. So, what
3: are you guys doing I'd say we sleep and go see Baron at first light but that's because I like to progress I, I don't care what we do yeah I mean this seems pretty urgent <laughs> there's a fucking city on fire I guess we need to walk in and make sure we don't trigger some kind of mayhem yeah like is somebody going to be waiting to kill us here <laughs> I, I would like our odds if somebody came for us here maybe what if everybody inside is dead man
1: now as you guys walk in there's you look over to the right and uh Mr. Bushy is just doing a little bit of paperwork at the table as you guys walk in he says Oh, you guys look a little road-weary.
0: Good to see you back.
3: Bro, you need to call the fire department, like, now.
0: What? Big problems in the town Oh. What, what seems to be going on? Well, the whole town's on fire. For starters. And he just, like, pushes
1: the, ta- the chair back as he stands up. You hear the wood squeak, and he takes off his glasses and sets
3: them on the table. Um... He's like, what do you mean the whole town's on fire? Well, you see these bats were on fire and they landed on the town and the town caught on fire. And then the alligators threw sludge out of themselves and the bats landed in the sludge and caught that shit on fire and the deer had superpowers and a druid shot some stuff at our animals and they're going to kill humanity. (laughs) He's just like, slow down, slow down. Well, that's a lot to take in. Well, uh, a druid, a, the, an, where to start? Ah, uh, is everyone at the town? Are they, are they okay?
0: No, just one. No, they're not. And here's Aubrey. She rode with us. She's in the car. Come out here and give us a hand and help grab her. We need to find her room ASAP. She needs to rest. She was inside her and smoked, smoked out. So he runs out there and gets her and, you know, y'all have been trying to tend to her wounds and
1: take care of her on the way back, but she's, uh she's still recovering she's not feeling great but she hobbles in with y'all's help and uh y'all get her inside he says oh, I'll, I'll take of Aubrey here um we, we need to let the Baron know immediately
3: okay we'll head over to his estate mm-hmm. right now
0: yeah let's go let's head that way now we're gonna leave our horses hitched up here they need to rest absolutely I'll I'll tend to them
3: one question You don't happen to know anybody by the name of Albert Dunder, do you?
1: Hmm, let me think. Uh, no, can't say that I do. Not familiar with
3: him. Okay. Should I be? Nope. Just curiosity. Don't don't worry about it, just a guy we met somewhere. Nothing happened. He's he's still fine, he's
1: fine. Uh, knowing you three, (laughs) I suspect he's less than fine, but I'll take your word for it. (laughs) Hmm. Okay, um uh, so you guys headed over to Mr Debilius?
3: I believe yep. so. As a side note, I really don't like how you keep using the word murder when you're referring to what we did to that guy. I see it as more of self-defense. Murder? You don't <laughs> like I'm the out. word murder? That okay. one was a murder. Alright, alright, alright. I will replace the word murder with assassinate.
2: <laughs> that, that has political connotations. He was in the wrong place wrong time. Wow. <laughs>
1: Wrong place, wrong time. Does that make it less of a murder? That's the question you gotta ask yourself. Okay, so yeah, y'all y'all come up uh, to the front, and there's actually just a guard standing out. He says, Oh, who goes there? Dingleberry, go
3: get the billia.
1: And uh, <laughs> the other guard is, like, guarding one of the doors, and he starts to step forward... And then uh, you actually hear,
3: Hey, who's that I right hear over
1: there? Oh, is that you, Shadow? Yep. And uh, the guard just kind of like turns and looks at you guys and stands out of the way. Clearly, you guys know, know Mr. Debilia. So he's, he's out back, and uh, he's got Schnookums with him, and Schnookums is pawing at him trying to give him a ball, so he takes the ball and throws it. He says... Oh, welcome back, gentlemen. I didn't expect to uh, be seeing y'all so late in the evening. But, uh, is everything all right?
3: We penetrated the grotto.
1: Oh, that's excellent news. I, I... I'd love to hear a full report, but, uh, is this something that could wait till tomorrow?
3: Oh, definitely not. Who do you have in the Heathertone area right now? Uh, just a small group of guards that Patrol
1: the area, they actually swap out with my local garrison here. Why?
3: Well, when we left, the entire town was on fire, and if they were there, they're likely dead. What? What did. Ah. Uh,
1: tell me more! And then he, he shouts, he says, Barnabas! W-
3: what exactly is happening? What do you mean it's all on fire? Was there an accident or. Well, Talik here was managed to save Miss Aubrey, Heathertone, but you know, we've been telling you and others about the strange animals around, and these bats, they were on fire, never seen anything like it, just like a bunch of flying, black-winged torches flitting about, and they landed on all the houses and set the whole town afire. Ah. Barnabas,
1: go notify Store. We need to get aid to to Heatherton immediately. Tell him it's humanitarian effort. Get water and food, and have his men suited up. I want him ready in an hour. He says, "Oh, y- yes, sir," and he uh, takes off
0: out the front gate. Uh, Baron, this didn't seem to be an accident. These that seemed to be a coordinated attack. There was alligators that were leaving trails of some sort of sludge that was flammable and the bats were lighting it um and there was a strange druid that we've actually ran into a few times before in our travels and he he seemed to have an interest in what was going on and and maybe maybe was behind the attack
1: that is very troubling i suppose it's not just a humanitarian effort then guard and the guard counter turns he says ready my armor I'll be upstairs momentarily to don it. Will you walk with me? And he starts walking up the, the stairs. He says, this druid, what do you know about him?
3: Well, we've encountered him a time or two, but let me tell you, a regular household guard is not going to be able to handle him if he decides to turn violent.
1: And you have reason to believe the guard is still in Heathertone.
3: I have reason to believe that anyone that was in Heather Tote is dead. The the druid, uh, he, he said he was going to half... What, what was it, boys? Half Moon? Old, old Moon Tower. Old moon he wanted tower. us to join in his cause to erase humanity from these lands. Baron, keep in mind, uh, when regarding animals, this druid has the ability to give animals unseemly powers. You ought to see what they did to old Jeffrey. Oh no, is the chef all right? He's no worse for the wear, but his his slobber has turned rather acidic and he is he is somewhat gassy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I can't say that's uh, entirely uncommon for the uh this breed, but it sounds like it may be something more extreme.
2: Very and, much uh, so. as
1: as y'all are talking, um he's like taking off his Overcoat and uh, has like stripped down to his skibbies, and he's already got his um, undergarment on. And the guards are starting to like fit his armor onto him. And Schnookums has come up beside them, and one of the guards is like fitting her out with some armor.
0: Speaking of, we need to
2: pick up uh, Tolix armor while we're here.
0: Is that breastplate ready, Baron? You you place that with one of the shopkeepers,
1: not with Baron. With the, okay. Not with the Baron, but yeah, it should definitely be ready at this point. Cause y'all were gone for
0: like over a week, mm-hmm. but they won't be open. We'll come back during the day for that. He says,
1: I must go to Heathertone tone and uh, do what I can to help the people there. I hate to ask this of you gentlemen, but
0: do you intend to help this druid we, as it stands right now, we, we we don't know what his intentions are. He seems to be dead set on wiping the humanity from the Earth so, or from the the continent. So I'm not sure that he's someone we would like to align ourselves with.
3: If we can identify that he's being controlled from a third party then we may attempt to free him from the grasp of said third party but at this time we do not have any plans to wipe out humanity with him if that's just your question in that case I would ask you
1: go to old moon tower and find him and do whatever it takes to stop this madness before it goes any further I'll go to Heathertone and see if I can help there say a contingency of my best men and by this point he's like st- all strapped up in like full plate armor and Schnookums is all strapped up and he like hops up on her and mounts her and they hand him this like massive full size lance <laughs> and he's just like I really appreciate all the help you've done
3: Abilia, before you go do you know the name of a dragonborn named Flitz that name does sound familiar he is who we believe to be leading the the poaching and illicit ring of criminals that operate out of the grotto we contended with one of his lieutenants and took her out but we had to escape due to the overwhelming amount of forces that they had there he is not to be engaged in direct combat with a small band of household guards I can tell you that I understand and the grotto what uh what can you tell me about it I think that that can be handled at another time let's deal with this druid problem first
1: as much as it pains me and I want to tackle the grotto I believe you're right he says uh, and he turns to the guys he's like sounds like y'all have held up your end of the bargain more than enough and he like snaps at one of the guards and uh, the guard like walks over, walks out of the room for a second. And he comes back, and uh, he tosses you a a purse with a thousand gold in it.
0: Oh my! A thousand total.
1: Yeah, a thousand total gold in it. Okay.
0: He says, uh, "Please make haste dealing with this druid shadow." Do you have any interest in holding any of this gold? Nah. All right, I'm gonna take 500 body knock If you want to take 500,
3: damn, okay, writing it down. Damn, I have to add this. I have like those gems and a thousand gold to add, but still, we, have, we are we are loaded.
0: Yeah, I'm up to about 1500. That's after we paid for that plate armor for me. All right, boys, I say we head back to uh, uh, Bushi, get some rest at the uh, Confluence Guild Hall, and then we'll head out in the morning, and I'd like to stop by and grab my new armor on our way. Let's see if we can find this moon, old moon tower. What do y'all think?
3: Sounds good. Hey, uh, strategically, where are we in moon phases right now?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, today is the 5th of Harvest. Y'all about to go to bed on the 5th of Harvest. And the next full moon is the 22nd of Harvest.
3: Damn, I was hoping it was closer. I was kind of wanting to use it to our advantage.
1: Fucking <laughs> let, let him loose, dude. <laughs> just get <laughs> him, just find the druid right as he transforms.
3: Yeah, and then maybe the druid will give his werewolfness some sick powers. Oh, man. Uh, I, for ease of gameplay, can I just convert these gems to gold? Um. Yeah, yeah. You'll, it you'll would be 800 that. gold.
2: Yeah. Okay,
3: I've got
2: that. I'm at 2320,
3: so we're Gucci. I've got five platinum as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I'll need a breastplate eventually, but. Um, yeah. you
1: can probably get that from Friendor here, or you can actually get it from the same place that Taylor's getting his plate. Breastplate's a lot easier to Rindor. get. Fitted. This guy's name is Friendor Dabilia.
3: Oh, I thought his first name was Dabilia. I don't know why. I thought Dabilia didn't have anything my size. Um. Last time we oh, were. Oh, you're, you're right.
1: You're right. He didn't. He didn't. But the other place will. The other place will have a breastplate. So, yeah, y'all go back to Confluence. Get some rest.
3: So, Shadow's going to go to the Confluence library and find out where old moon tower is okay yeah
1: so go ahead and make me um let's do a skill challenge okay so you're doing a a research skill challenge so anything that you feel is appropriate you can you know kind of argue but obviously uh history checks investigation
0: checks while shadow does that i'm gonna go i'm gonna go check on aubrey
3: okay okay so how does this proficiency with okay proficiency with a set of artisan's tools lets you add your proficiency bonus to any ability checks you make using the tools in your craft so i've got my cartography tools out i've got the maps laid out on the table and i'm using them to you know study the maps how does that play in
1: so that yeah that can be one of your checks um, using your cartography skills, and um, you could use either survival or—or or not survival. You could either use either your wisdom or intelligence. I'll do either one, and then add your proficiency to that because you're using cartographer tools.
3: So basically, hey, so roll my wisdom check and add plus three.
1: Yeah, basically, is what the tools do is they make up a new skill that's just not added. You know, so you can have a million skills and, right. of all the different tool types. And so they just don't list them all.
3: So do I roll persuasion or do I roll wisdom? Roll, Yeah, just roll your wisdom and then add three. Not persuasion, perception, I meant. Okay, roll my wisdom and add three. Modify 22.
1: Okay, so that one's definitely a pass. So you're looking and uh, you find it pretty quickly on one of the maps in the... Uh, in the study it's on the it's on the southwest side of the copperstone mountain range Ah. which um so you know it's basically over the mountains that y'all have been interacting with this whole time go ahead and make me a history investigation as you're doing your research here or not a history Uh, investigation a history skill check
3: modified 14
1: so as you're looking through this um you you see that it uh, apparently used to belong to someone named sycamore a long long time ago um and apparently has been just a empty tower for quite some time now the other information that you find as you're looking through it is information about the copperstone mountains in particular the mountain range the ridge along it is owned or not owned but inhabited by and I guess owned by stone giants they have a great city and wall that runs along the entire length of the Copperstone mountain ridge and uh, they're fairly reclusive Uh, make me a a nature check for what you know about Or not nature check. It'd be another history check. We'll just roll this one over. Uh, So, is what you know about them and learn about... Actually, with your knowledge, you just know this about the stone giants and these in particular. That they're a fairly reclusive type of giant. And they're not actively aggressive. Uh, However, they're incredibly territorial. And so anyone that approaches their mountain is an issue for them make me what are the other skills i want to see what the right skill would be for
3: well they're my favorite enemies so i have um advantage on survival checks to track your favorite enemies as well as on intelligence checks to recall information about them go ahead and make me that roll again then and we'll we'll call it this one
1: the advantage roll uh, history? Yeah, yeah, maybe another history check on Yeah, 17. You've heard tale that they're known to immediately attack anyone that tries to approach their mountain range. But make me a investigation check while you're uh, doing your research. Fortunate. 10. 10. So you see some notes in there about a, an alternate route about a cave system through the mountain as an as another option for getting to the other side of the Copperstone Mountain. Um,
3: Seals, we're going to Moria <laughs> I was gonna ask uh I was looking at the map here, like there's I noticed there's a ship right here. Like could we like charter a, a ship?
1: Uh yeah, that would absolutely be an option. Okay. Is this place that we're going to on the Moon Islands? It It is not out on the Moon Islands. It is just, it's not on the map, but it's, like, right on the opposite side of the Copperstone Mountains at the in the foothills. Like,
0: it's...
2: I see. I got you. So, like, south of Ev.
0: Yes. Yep. At this time, I've checked on Aubrey, and uh, I come walking into the library, and I've got a pint of beer. Y'all are like, Where the hell did you get a pint of beer?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So Bushi comes in with you because he was checking on Aubrey. He's like, So, uh, Tolik was filling me in a little bit on all the goings-on. Sounds like y'all are headed to Old Moon Tower then.
3: Sounds that way, Bushi.
0: Shadow, what'd you find?
3: Well, you're not gonna like it. But, basically... We may run into an old girlfriend of mine. Uh-huh. With that being said, we have an age-old question of going over or under the mountains, because the Copperstone Mountains are where we're headed.
2: Or around, if you guys want to tempt the seas.
0: Hmm. Well, I always think the the quickest way to anywhere you're trying to go is a straight line, so...
1: Bushy says, uh, in this case, uh, I believe you're right, Tolak, uh, there's, the mountains underneath are home to the Kretoks, good folks, uh, mole people, and they've, uh, given safe passage to many a folk who wanted to pass through the Coppertone Mines. They've, the mines were all mined out long ago, so there's not a lot of dwarf activity in there anymore, but my ancestors used to be familiar with the Kretoks, and tell great stories about them.
3: You know, this has reminded me more and more of an old legend I heard once upon a time. <laughs> <laughs> you got any swords that blow? My up? cousin <laughs> Balin! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, Bushy, you want to come with?
1: I'm afraid there's too much for me to do here. My adventuring days are behind me. Plus, someone needs to nurse Aubrey back to health. And Lord knows I'm not going to leave that to ever. I wanted
0: to see you in action, old fella. (laughs) Oh, maybe someday. All right, boys. I'm going to hit the A for the night, see if we can get some rest. And um, it sounds like we're going to the mines.
3: Oh, boy.
0: to be continued on the next episode of Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies! Find out what happens to our party next week.